Welcome to the NFL MVP Podcast. This week, we will be recapping the wildcard games that happened last week, and then we'll go into the divisional round games that happened uh, this weekend, just uh, two days ago. So, for me, it was a pretty depressing divisional uh, game round, but before we get into that, um, it's kind of hoping it can stall out a little bit, but uh, before we get into that, wild card games compared to the divisional round, super, super mild. I mean, there was still, I mean, like the Cowboys game was a good game, and the Bengals Raiders game was a decent game, but other than that, it was just a bunch of blowouts, really. Um, firstly, I guess we'll talk about the Raiders game and the whole controversy with, um, you know, did they blow the whistle or not? And the whole touchdown, it shouldn't have been a touchdown or could have changed the game. I don't know. To me, I don't think the Ra- uh, Raiders are going to win this game no matter what. I don't know what you guys think, but I think the Bengals are going to win no matter what, really. I agree. I definitely agree. And I, either way, the guy was going to score. I think that's kind of what it came down to. And the refs, they went against the rule. But if if the rules were reversed and uh, they r- rolled it ruled it the other way, I mean, people would have been pissed. People would have been pissed at the refs for Bengals getting screwed out of a touchdown. It was going to be a touchdown either way, but by the rule, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, but it should have been if they didn't blow the whistle. I'm not sure it would have been a touchdown though, because like been. I mean, even though the guy blew the whistle, it was still going to be a touchdown. He had like three yards of separation. We can't definitively say that though, and that's the problem with the whole situation. So, um, well, it's just. I don't know. The thing is, the refs shouldn't have blown the whistles. There's really no reason to. So I think they they probably realized I there's no reason for us to blow the whistle. So might as well call it a touchdown because it, it, it would be different if they actually had a reason for blowing it. But I don't think they did. So they were like, oh, we're not. It's not a touchdown because we blew the whistle. There's no reason for us blowing the whistle, but we did. So it shouldn't be a touchdown. So I don't know. I feel like in that situation, it's okay to bend the rule because that's a really stupid excuse for blowing the whistle and not calling a touchdown. So, either way, I think the Bengals, the way the game was going, with Joe Burrow, and I don't know, the whole game, the momentum just felt like the Raiders were going to lose pretty much the whole game. So, I don't know. I I don't think, you know, I, I don't really mind they called a touchdown. But even though it's by rule, I just – I think sometimes rules can be situational as well. So, speaking um, of rules, we uh, after they changed the overtime rules, I know we said we were going to talk about that later. We need to change the pass interference rule at the same time, not make it a spot foul. I can agree with that, but I, I also here's I I can also see maybe they can change change it to. Or keep it a spot foul, but don't call pass interference if the ball is uncatchable because 
There was some pass interference calls. Like underthrown. That were, yeah, underthrown or something that they weren't going to catch it anyway. So, um, but yeah, I can agree with the 15 or penalty because even if that person didn't interfere with the ball, it's not guaranteed they were going to catch it. But again, I also understand that if they didn't have the pass interference, they easily could have caught it. So, I don't know. I can, I'm good either way with the 15 yards or spot foul for me personally. But I think they should not call pass interference if a ball is probably or pretty much uncatchable. So, I don't know. I'm 50-50 there. I don't know. I Zay, think it should be think? spot foul for sure. I, I think it should be, the like, the college rule, like the 15 yards. No, like, I don't know. It, well. Because let's just say um, someone gets like a corner gets beat on a on a deep throw, he just takes the fifteen yards instead of giving up the touchdown. You know? Like, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I don't, there there's there's ups and downs to making that a rule. That's one of the downs. Uh, me personally, I'm okay with the spot foul, but I do think there should be some modifications to the pass interference penalty itself. That's probably where I stand. I think that'd be fair. Um, Maybe add um, add back like being able to challenge pass interference calls. Yeah, I I was never against it, so I was kind of sad that they took that away. But I mean, I kind of liked that they started challenging them, but it was just times that it was clearly pass interference, but it's a judgment call by the referees. So yeah. whatever they want to rule, whatever they rule. Yeah, that's true. Um, next game, it's pretty short and sweet. Um, the Bills just stomped the Patriots this game. Um, there's really no other way around it. I didn't watch this game because I think I watched like the first. I didn't either. So. Half maybe. I think I, I watched it. I watched it. It was pretty fun to watch the Patriots kind of get stomped into the ground. No, yeah, as a Colts fan, yeah, it's understandable. And if Zayden did watch it, probably he might feel the same. But, um, yeah, I, I honestly going into this game, I questioned if Mac Jones was was ready. I questioned if the Patriots as a whole were ready. Um, clearly not. But I thought maybe Bill Belichick would be able to make up some ground for that. But it was ultimately too big of a lead for that to happen. So. Um, honestly, if it was twenty-eight to three instead of twenty-seven to three and a half, maybe it would have been a different story. <laughs> um, yeah. Who knows? Eagles, Bucks, same thing. I mean, everybody pretty. I mean, I thought maybe the Eagles were gonna have a chance just because Brady's <laughs> weapons, but I don't know. Did you guys think the Eagles had a chance at all, or no? No, I don't even think I- this game. There's our time, honestly. Oh, I thought they were... had a chance. Well, I, thought they had... I was giving them probably a 15% chance going into this. I think that's a pretty fair number. But What were you saying, Zayden? No? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What? I like... No, the Eagles had zero chance. They were just a product of the new seven seed implemented last year, like the Steelers, 
fight. They I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Not a good. They were just. They didn't beat anybody all year. Like they they were zero and eight against teams. Exactly. So what? Also, the Cowboys weren't really that good versus good teams really as well. Besides, they they were like uh, six and five. Yeah. So. Wait, no, 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 never mind, never mind. They they were six and they were six and zero in their division, and every other team that they played, they were six and five total. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, I mean, Brady just showed that if you give him a bad team in the playoffs, he's gonna make you pay. That was pretty much his entire game. Eagles mistakes. Just Brady capitalized. Um. Yeah, it was kind of a crap show for the Eagles' offense, to say the least. Their defense actually wasn't too bad. Like, there was some drive. Uh, they, they're pretty, pretty bad. bad. I, compared to their offense, I honestly didn't think it was – I mean, it was bad, but I didn't think it was that bad. Like, there were some drives where, where some of those guys were making some plays and some tackles, and I was like, okay, like, at least, like, they have one bright spot. Um, but compared to the offense, I don't I don't think it was close. Um uh, do you, do you run it back with Jalen Hurts? Uh, I give him one more season, yeah. Personally, uh, he's just such a he's not a consistent passer. That's my problem with him. Didn't he miss like a wide open t- touchdown? Too. He missed game? multiple. Missed yeah. multiple. I don't know which one you're talking about, but the one where Devontae Smith was in the end zone, he could have maybe thrown it like a half a second, second earlier. Honestly, but I thought that was just honestly an amazing play by uh, Mike Edwards, I think it was. I mean, he just completely recognized it and snaked the ball. Um, I mean, he was open, and he just made it not open, basically. Um, yeah, Bucks. I mean, it was kind of expected. 49ers-Cowboys, easily the best game of the wild card week. Um even though Packers lost, this was still very enjoyable to make fun of the Cowboys because just like the Packers, they hype themselves up and choke every year. So it was enjoyable. I don't know if you guys hate the Cowboys just as much as I do, but the memes and stuff were great as always. And Stephen A, seeing him on first take laughing at all the depressed Cowboys fans was amazing. So. Oh, I hate the Cowboys, too. It was fantastic. I loved it. What the hell was that last play? I don't know. That was on the Cowboys, though. That was definitely not on the ref. The ref did it. Okay. Oh, definitely not on the ref. Yeah. Of course, Cowboys fans are blaming the ref. Yeah. Theoretically speaking, it was a good play. It was just poorly executed at the end. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I, think I don't, that's I don't just my mind opinion. the play call. That that is that should have slid at least a second earlier. So well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but at the same time, the it wasn't that bad. They got like twenty yards on the on the play. It's just they just couldn't get the well. They got the ball down, but they wouldn't let the referee touch it, and they got in his way. And they would have got out of the way and let the referee touch it. He needed to slide earlier. Yeah, I agree with the thing. He should have slid earlier. Um, and I agree that they, they should have totally knew the rule and cleared a path for the ref. I mean, 
when a ref is trying to push by you, are you just going to stand there and be confused, or are you going to move? Like, So, poor execution by the Cowboys, I agree. Dak, if Dak would have slid probably a second earlier, they would have had at least one more play uh, easily, I think. So, that's on the Cowboys. Other than that last play, though, what, 13, 14 penalties? Um, and just like the Packers game the next, uh, next week, thing is, with the 49ers, the offense is terrible. It's absolutely horrible. But if, if you don't capitalize on your chances, and you have Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke, and, and you don't capitalize on their mistakes, their turnovers, you're honestly just going to get outcoached, and the 49ers defense is going to play well enough where it's, it's going to win or keep the 49ers in the game. So... That's basically what happened with the 49ers, uh, two wins. Um, but, yeah, Cowboys, really disappointing loss that everybody makes fun of them for, uh, every team. I'll let Zayden talk mostly about this game. I don't know if he wants to say anything about uh, Big oh, Ben. Man. But uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this game at all. But it looked good. Uh I mean, it looked good for at least the first quarter and I mean, majority of the second, but after that. It's about what you expected, honestly. Just close first quarter, then the Chiefs decide to actually start being aggressive, and then they they just turn on the Jets and the game's over by halftime. Um, not much to really say here, I Pretty much saw it coming, but uh, thank you, big office for it. That's all I gotta say. All right, um, and then again, Cardinals Rams. I mean, Rams came out to play, hyped up at home. I mean, you honestly weren't sure what you were gonna get from either of these teams. They both have had their ups and downs. You, you didn't know what you were really gonna get. Um, either this game was going to be a shootout or it was going to be a massacre on either side or just a dumpster fire on both sides. So it was going to, it was really either way on who was clicking and Rams were just clicking. Um, they showed that potential, what they, uh, could be in the preseason that they really hadn't shown, uh, for a little stretch in the regular season. So. Yep, Kyler Murray. He said he wasn't. He didn't come here to lose games, but I mean, he choked. They were what eight and one, seven and one, something like that. And I think they're eight and zero. Uh, they were at least seven and zero. I, I think they were seven and zero when the Packers beat them. Um, but yeah, I mean, seven and zero, eight and zero, whichever one they were. I also don't know. And. He finished the season eleven and six, and the first round exit. I mean, they did it last year too. So I don't know if there's a culture change or what's going to have to happen for that, that to change. But I think it's going to be a coaching change. That's that's why I think it. Well, look at the um, historically Cliff Cliff Kingsbury in the second half of his seasons. He always starts out really good, and then he just shits the bed, and they collapse. So there's got to be something that changes that that head coaching position, I think. Yeah, I mean, you could, you definitely have to look look at the head coaching position because 
when you got Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray and, you know, you're disappointing like this, I mean, I don't know. There's something something going on there. Um, division round. Uh, I'll start this game. Uh, first game in the division round. I told my neighbor this. Who we had people over for uh, football and just the, or well, I guess it wasn't the first game, but I'll just get it out of the way. It's it's whatever. It was the first on the ESPN app, but uh, Packers game. I told my neighbor before the game, the way the Packers win this game is starting off hot, which they did, which was great, and capitalizing on uh, basically Jimmy G's turnovers or just the 49ers turnovers as far as punting or interceptions in general and not letting them get that back and, and, and hitting them hard early. So that first drive, I mean, we looked like it was going to be cruise control from the rest of the game. And I guess that's what the players thought too, because after that first drive, it was like we were playing super conservative. Like we were up 20 to zero and we were up seven zero. Um, defense played lights out. This is the best game for the Packers defense all year. Rashad Gary had a game. I mean, Rashad Gary really showed that um, he wasn't a bust pick. Um, he was, People said he was going to be a project player going in the draft, and he he's shown that he's been a great project player because he's shown that he's a real star. Um, so defense was great. I see people saying, "Well, they could have three interceptions, or they could have three more, or they could have this pick six. And you know, you can say that about every game for every offense or every defense, but you can't expect the defense to play perfectly. Um, this game wasn't on the defense at all. Um, it was on the special teams and the offense. I've seen a lot of people blaming solely the special teams and not talking about the offense at all, which rightfully so. Uh, the special teams has been horrible. All year, coaching has been fired. I mean, it's high school stuff. You learn stay in your lane. And Packers defense, what do they do? Everybody runs the same direction at the same guy. And that just doesn't work. Um, special teams has been awful all year. So you, you knew that going into the game. So for the offense, you have to know that your special teams is terrible. So the offense has to pick up that slack. You can't let your worst thing on your entire team be in the spotlight at the end of the game. There's there's no reason that we, we even should have been in a position to punt out of our own end zone in that situation. Um, the line is was hurt. Jenkins and Bakhtiari have been hurt all season. So the line struggled. Shanahan, you know, that defense coordinator sent pressure all game. Rodgers was overwhelmed. But Rodgers, there were still some situations where he should have just got the ball off sooner. <clears throat> I mean, and only relying on Devontae Adams, like, there just had to be other people open. I mean, on that play yeah, right Al- before. Alan Lazard was wide open, like 20 yards downfield before uh, Aaron well, Rodgers threw that ball. I mean, Rodgers. <clears throat> Rodgers uh, before that play, he had a tight end uh, open five yards downfield for a dump off first down. So, yeah, 
it's frustrating. Rodgers did not – he did not show up to play. He did not have his his game. <clears throat> and uh, honestly, this game – this game, I don't care what anybody says. This this game is more on the offense and the special teams because at the end of the day, you only gave up 13 points. You have to score more than 13 points to win a playoff game. Um, so I'll take my loss. I'll eat my pride. Um, the Packers wow. beat themselves, and they didn't uh, – they didn't deserve to win that game at all when you beat yourself. So I wore my Packers coat in the school. I, I uh, walked past all the Bears fans, you know. I just took it. And that's some things, that's the only thing you can do in a loss like this. But, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to digest, especially after five heartbreaks in ten years. And this is probably our last chance, and we'll see what happens with Rodgers. But right now it's looking like that was it, so. He's probably I'd, I'd, get my, get I'd get my ringer out of the way. Go ahead. Well, Rodgers is definitely a, just a different player in the postseason. Just too often he wants to play hero ball instead of you know taking taking the open Lazard instead of instead he throws it tries to throw it deep. Like I, I agree. agree. I agree with you, Braden. It's definitely. On the offense, um, this is just shocking. Honest, I didn't see this coming at all. If you would have told me that the defense would have been bailing out our offense and our offense would have been the weakest spot in this game, I would have told you you were crazy. Like, like there was too many times when I was watching this game where I was like, okay, again another three and out. The four nine just had the ball five minutes ago. I took a piss break and came back, and they already had the ball. Like. There was too many times where I was like, okay, hopefully we'll get lucky. Hopefully defense will bail us out again. Like, okay, it's starting to panic, starting to worry. You can only give a team so many chances, even if the quarterback is absolutely horrible. So, honestly, I think the 49ers will probably get stomped next week. I mean, they might pull it out, and their coaching might, and that defense might help them out a lot, but... I don't know, dude. They're they're probably the worst NFC Championship team I've ever seen. We like it's so frustrating because we should have absolutely clobbered them, but I mean we stopped ourselves from doing anything. So it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, like you said, with the Rogers Hero Ball, it's just, huh, it's tough. We can't just bypass though. Also, on the last last play of the game, on the Robbie Gold kick. They only had ten players out there, and that's what I mean. Like how, like honestly, I know I know people who are high school football coaches that could probably be a better special teams coach than whoever. I, I don't even know who he is. I mean, I just don't. I don't understand. How do you not tell your guys, hey, stay in your lane on a kickoff? I mean, there was so many times this season where I just looked and there was. Everybody, literally everyone, running the same direction towards wherever the person was running. So if everybody runs to the left, obviously the dude's just going to run to the right. Like, oh, that is, that is like middle school, high school stuff, mistakes. That just blows my mind. So every, every other team basically takes their special teams for granted, and it's not even really a factor. But the Packers, this this is huge thing, and that's just ridiculous. But yeah, 
All right. My rant's done. Mitch Packers. Um, yeah. They're just – I agree with you guys with the hero ball and the, the play where he was he was trying to get Adams one-on-one to Josh Roman who just checked in. I understand that. But he had some guys open over the middle, and he was only looking at Adams. So it is what it is, man. I guess we'll see what happens in the offseason. Um, you know, maybe we'll get three first-round picks for Rodgers and some players, who knows. But. Yeah, from the Steelers. So. If you're willing to give up three first-round picks, may, um, not Zayden, you can do that if you want to. I'd give up my life for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Can't throw out Mason Rudolph in a conference. <laughs> With Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. But, but that's what. That's what okay. If you trade, if you trade for him, who? What are you willing to give up, Emma Zayden? I feel like you got to give up at least one of your receivers because they're probably not going to be able to get Devontae Adams back. I mean, you could give Aaron Rodgers freaking. You could throw me out there, and he's still gonna have success. Like, let's be real here. Honestly, though, I think it would probably be. I'd probably probably be first three first, (laughs) a second maybe, and like a Deontay Johnson or Claypool. I would probably be okay with that. To be honest, I'd give you Claypool. I would rather have Johnson, but Johnson is inconsistent as we saw in the playoff game, dropping balls. Which is ridiculous, honestly. But hey, I don't know. Here, here, most, we have the most overrated receiving core. So, if I'm yeah, a Steelers fan, fair. I here's what I'd be willing to get: I'd give up two first rounders, Eric Ebron, Claypool, <laughs> and and shoot, I don't know. I don't think uh, I'd want that. You don't think you'd want that if you're the Packers? No, not really. I think you can get better offers elsewhere, but um, I mean, obviously, Rogers plays all the cards. So if he wants to go to steal, he's going to be a stealer. Um, but the thing that make doesn't make sense to me is, you know, maybe he's trying to be like Brady, where he can prove he can go and win elsewhere or whatever. But the thing is, Brady could win with the Patriots. So he was proving he could win okay. as okay. well somewhere else. Rodgers wasn't winning in Green Bay. So what makes you think you're going to go to the Steelers and go to the AFC where you're going to have to go through Burrow, Herbert, uh, Allen and Mahomes. Allen, Mahomes, like Carson Wentz. Hello? You're playing the NFC North everywhere. <laughs> your best shot's probably going to be Winning, playing in the NFC North, you just have to question: Is it you who can't get it done? Like I was make, having the discussion this weekend about sometimes it's not always talent that wins championships. Um, I think Rodgers is easily, if not the most talented, one of the most talented players ever. I think he is more talented skill wise as a quarterback than Brady. But Brady was a field general. He's a leader, a motivator, and he could get his guys to win at at all costs. And, and Rodgers hasn't done that. So obviously, that's it's not all Rodgers' fault. But at some point, you got to think: Could Brady have won that game on Saturday? I don't know. Maybe, 
but who knows? Um, so yeah, I think that's the key difference between the whole Brady and Rodgers thing. And if Rodgers can't win in Green Bay or can he win somewhere else, I just I don't know. It's a it's an all big mess. I just don't know how you can logically think you'd win better can, going through we those can quarterbacks, really. We can sit here and bash Aaron Rodgers all we want, but the fact of the matter is Green Bay has had 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play and don't have shit to show for it, really. I, Super Bowls. That, that's, 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 what, not that's what makes it so painful, though. Like The Bills, at least you know your future's bright you have next year. As a Packers fan, it's like it's over. Those you know, those glory years are pretty much over. There is no you know, I will, you know next year. I, really, so. I do think the Packers offense is just way too reliant on Rodgers. I agree. I mean and it's the Packers not fair. It's either he has to be fantastic or they're they're probably gonna lose. Um, I agree. The thing is with the Packers, even looking before the season, I probably should have known that this was probably coming because we had so many uh, close lot or close wins where he, we barely snuck it out, and that's going to catch up with you at some point. And one of those reasons was um, the special teams, obviously, but a lot of a lot of those games, it's either your offense is clicking or your defense is clicking. The Packers could never really find a balance really in the playoffs as far as your team is just both sides are doing well. Um, like there was times in the second half where they would come out conservative and the offense would, wouldn't be good, but they would have a big enough lead in the first half and the defense played well enough where they could win by, you know, one versus the Ravens or two versus the Browns or, you know, three versus the Cardinals or whatever. So, Yeah. One one dimensional, so you just can't be one dimensional and expect to win. But you know, this game I feel like for me and with the whole Rogers controversy is the most to talk about. But there's other games too to talk about and predict. So that's it. Uh, I'm ready for baseball season, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but God yeah. damn, I fucking agree. <laughs> so Bengals Titans. This was the game before here. This is the first. Out of three games to have the away kicker uh, kick the game with a field goal. Um, listen, I mean, Ryan Tannehill single-handedly lost this game. Um, Titans defense, what, I think it was eight or nine sacks. Nine I mean, sacks. Titans defense was amazing. I mean, they were pressuring Joe Burr all day. That proves that, you know, this line needs work and they better focus on it this offseason. Um, but, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, I, do you guys understand the play action first play of the game? Because uh, I don't. Um, I get it. You're trying to, you know, fake it with Henry, but uh, but still, like you hadn't you hadn't established the run game yet. So well, you don't have to establish the run game with Derrick Henry. I, I understand you, that, but Derrick Henry has been, expects, has been hurt. I mean, is it isolable? Hold on. Here's the thing. Everyone expects you to run the ball with Derrick Henry on that, and I, I guess the Bengals just had the perfect defense to and coverage to kind of counteract it. But I don't disagree with the call. But Jet, we can't just say that it was a horrible throw by um, 
Ryan Tannehill. It was just an amazing play by Jesse Bates. I, I agree with that. I just first play of the game, I don't know. I feel like this just maybe too soon for play action. But you know, we could have called it genius if it was a thirty yard play, but I don't know. I just I was even shocked before they actually threw the interception that it was play action, so I don't know. It could go either way though. I was personally shocked. Zane, were you shocked at all? Or? Um, I didn't watch most of this game. Uh, I watched like the fourth quarter. I do know Ryan Tannehill is definitely the reason they lost, and let's not over oversimplify this at all. But Basically, yeah, the Titans will not contend for a Super Bowl in the AFC as long as Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback. I Again, agree. with guys like Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, He's Trevor not Lamar. Lamar. It's not fair. It's not going to happen. They are not going to contend with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, they're going to be good because the pieces around him, but he will always hold them back. I agree. He's not. He's not going to get through any of those guys in the playoffs. Um, I mean, Shorty couldn't get through Burrow today. His defense was. Phenomenal. Uh, almost like foreshadowing with the Packers game, especially with the ending. But, um, but yeah. And I, I, I'd like to say I'll something. I, I was really happy that they won too. But also, they gave Derrick Henry 20 carries. I mean, it's his first week back. I know that you're trying to get him involved in everything, but I feel like that to some degree – you got to give him, like, a pitch count. He's playing with a metal rod in his foot with screws. I mean, at some point, you can't give him 20 carries and hope that he can just rejuvenate your entire offense when he's been out for 10 weeks. The chemistry just isn't there yet. I, I could see that. Um, I, speaking of that, because I just actually refreshed my memory, I was watching uh, Devontae Foreman's, like, 45-yard run, and me and my neighbor – we're like, wait a minute, did Derrick Henry change his number to seven? Because on that run, Devontae Foreman literally looked like Derrick Henry. He looked just as big and was mowing people down like Derrick Henry. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I never actually watched a Titans game this year without Derrick Henry. Um, so I didn't know Devontae Foreman was that huge. Like, I thought he was like some 5'10", like little speedster. I did not know right. that he was actually a monster. He's a battering ram. Um, so I just, I don't want to get this too long, but that almost begs the question because I was talking to this about my, uh, English teacher at school the other day. I said, I'm not sure you ever pay any running back. He's like, well, what about Derrick Henry? I'm like, I don't even know if you give Derrick Henry a big deal because I said, I mean, look at Christian McCaffrey two years ago. If somebody would have said, don't, don't give Christian McCaffrey a big deal after his, Amazing MVP type uh, season. Everyone, everyone would have said, "You're crazy. Why would you not pay him?" And then now look at McCaffrey and Barkley and Zeke and uh, Dalvin. Barkley's still on a rookie contract. Yeah. Well, I, no, I just mean as far as running backs uh, declining, because even look at Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a down year with injuries. Even Kamara had a, a little bit of a uh, down year than usual. Um, and I think Alexander Madison just might be just as good as uh, Cook. And A.J. Dillon, I think, is 
right there around for Aaron Jones, who had, even though he was great for us uh, in the playoffs for the 49ers, uh, he had a down year this year in the regular season. Tony uh, Pollard. Yeah, I'm mean, Tony Pollard. Like, Devontae Foreman on that run, I was like, holy crap. Like, at this point, you really only need a serviceable running back. Like, I think Devontae Foreman can really get the job done. Obviously, I don't think the way the Titans run, they run through Derrick Henry. So, obviously, they would have to become more of a pass team and get a new quarterback and maybe get someone who's not Leo Jones to A to A.J. Brown. But I don't know. It's just interesting as far as paying running backs. It's becoming a super risky thing. The, the more and more that I think about it, it's just, oh, my, how the hell did Derrick oh – not Derrick. Frank Gore do it for so long. Like I no clue. Man's a legend. He's a legend. Um Zayden, you got anything to say on uh pan running backs? Uh no, not really. It's just uh, He's right. he's gonna wanna he's gonna give Najee Harris the bag when his contract's up. And then Najee Harris is going to be the next Derrick Henry. I'm... Oh boy! Okay, I don't, I don't know about that, dude. The size difference in that, I'm not sure. I you should have said. I think a more comparable um, player to Najee Harris is probably like Roger Craig. Jesus fucking Christ! What? Do you, do you even know who Roger Craig is? I do, but I definitely think Roger Craig was the first. I think he was the first player to get a thousand, a thousand, like a thousand receiving, a thousand rushing as a running back. And I definitely see Roger Craig and Derrick Henry, and not Derrick Henry, Najee Harris. <coughs> I personally don't know who that is. So Najee Harris is a Forty Niners running back. For the for the situation Najee Harris was in, he had a hell of a rookie year. So yeah, that, it sucks that he's going to get overlooked for rookie of the year because of how bad his situation was. Like if you throw him in any other situation, like with like if you throw him on the Broncos, I mean Javante Williams had a really good year, but if you throw him on the Broncos, I mean, or even the knows? Colts offensive line, I'll still take Jonathan Taylor. No, no I, I just mean that Jonathan Taylor wasn't actually Definitely today. not. Definitely not. You wouldn't take Jonathan Taylor over freaking Najee Harris? Oh, my God. This year, yes. But I can't say because Najee Harris hasn't been handed the same situation. You know? I don't know. I think the NFL is shifting more towards elusive running backs. You know, the power backs that have been for a couple of years now. I'd, I would rather have Jonathan. I think he's the real deal. I'm going with Taylor for sure. I think he, I think Jonathan Taylor and Najee will be competing, though. That's I that's agree. one thing. I I think they'll be competing when Derrick Henry kind of starts to slow down a little bit. Um. Anyway, we got two games left, and then we predict the uh, conference championship. So. This game was absolutely wild. I'm honestly happy Brady did not win this game because I was not prepared for people to say, Brady came back again. Brady did it. He won this game because let's be honest here. Brady's defense 
led this comeback. Absolutely. Brady was shit. Brady played like shit. He played like shit, yeah. And he Turned got and he continued. Keep going, Zay. Got outplayed by Matt Stafford. And yet he was gonna get praised for that comeback. And I'm I'll so glad they lost because that I was not prepared for the casuals to not who didn't watch the game or maybe did but didn't take into account that the defense caused turnovers. So I was I will, ecstatic. I will give Brady credit because that for one play touchdown to Mike Evans, that pass was a beauty. It was. It was kind of that was kind of like the oh shit here we go they're coming back. That's the only play like where it was just Brady, you know, like mm-hmm. that play was Tom Brady like, but the whole comeback itself. Get out of here, Brady played like shit most of the day. You can't turn the ball over twice, and then that just almost crazy. makes me think, though. A lot of people who have had the argument that Brady's had help, he's not actually the real deal. Um, he, he has had help, he's had top 10 defenses for nearly three fourths of his career. Yeah, and, and Rodgers hasn't. Um, I just the thing is, is just. Brady didn't really have an offense this game, and he looked flat the entire game, and he got lucky with defensive turnovers. So, I just I have a lot of Bear, or Tom Brady uh, fanboys in my neighborhood, and I was just like, hmm, maybe Brady was getting bailed out after all. And they were like, well, he never had an offense, never had an offense. So I'm like, honestly, I feel like with, with the type of player Brady is, he, he uh, a defense is more valuable to him than an offense. From skill players. Uh, uh, he, he's he's routinely throwing the ball behind people, like whenever he throw the ball, Tyler Johnson. I mean, no, he's he's second year player, but he, he was routine routinely not hitting him in stride, throwing it behind him and trying to make him like make contested catches, uh, not contested like like kind of like just turning while running catches, and those are very difficult to make. And it, that happened to Tyler Johnson a lot. And I feel like I see a lot of people blaming him, too, that he needs to catch the ball. But Brady needs to hit him in stride at the same time. I agree. If he's, if he's known for his top-notch accuracy. Scotty Miller also had an oopsie on the route where he could have kept running, but he stopped and Brady wasn't pressured. And you're not supposed to stop until uh, – Brady's about to get sacked or something. So, I don't know. Did you guys see that where he Brady threw it to the middle of the field to nobody and people are like, well, why the hell did you do that? And because Scotty Miller didn't run his route correctly. Are you talking about the one where he threw it to Cameron Bray over his head and then complained to the ref about pass interference? Um, I don't know. Uh, it was supposed to go to Scotty Miller, but Scotty Miller uh, ran a Cur route and not a uh, in route, so I don't know. No. Um, but yeah, the last drive where the Rams got the ball, I don't understand why they were blitzing and not double covering Cooper Cup. That doesn't make sense to me. I I would have made sure two guys were on Cooper Cup that entire drive. Um, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Like you got you got your. Probably one of your best athletes on defense and Antoine Winfield Jr. against 
top-notch receiver. I mean, most of the time you'd expect your safety to not just get burnt like that, though. And we'd seen uh, Antoine Winfield make insane interceptions where he just chases down the ball, makes great reads and everything like that, but he just he just got burnt in coverage. And yeah. it was a one-on-one he lost. I know, but still, Cooper Cup one-on-one with Winfield? I don't know, dude. That's still Cooper freaking Cup, no matter how good Winfield is. And I like Winfield, but still, man, I don't know. Credit to Stafford, too. It's Great a big throw. Play. Yeah, I agree. Um, even though I hate the Rams because I'm a St. Louis kid and they legally left St. Louis, uh, which St. Louis got $750 million from it. But uh, So I can't stand the Rams. I hope they do make the Super Bowl, but I hope they get stomped by preferably the Bengals. But if it's the Bengals, I can see them losing because of that offensive line and that defensive line of the Rams. They're not all Von Miller, uh, et cetera. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, in the last game here, easily, I thought it was funny that Nick said game of the year for the Rams-Bucks games because it definitely was um, up until this game, which was easily game of the year. This uh, game was a million times better than that other game. And, and, the other game and that other game was great. fantastic. Personally, I think the Rams-Bucks game was just a little bit better. Oh, because stupid, dude. Oh, Here's here's my reasoning. I know it's kind of stupid and biased, but you had the Brady comeback, and normally Tom Brady always makes those comebacks and wins the you game. You just blah, enjoyed blah, blah, it more because you fucking hate Brady, dude. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's what I'm saying. It, you had the Tom classic Tom Brady comeback, and then the ultimate letdown for Buccaneers fans, and it was amazing to watch. Okay, okay, but I think you should reward that. the The Rams game was more enjoyable for you. But the Chiefs Bills game is easily the better overall game though. Because the first like court like the first half of the Rams Bucks game was terrible to watch. Yep, exactly. Nick, know. can you admit it, that? Yeah, yeah. The first half was bad. And the entire But that's that's what that's what sets up the comeback though. Like know, you had the comeback and then the last second the Hail Mary. The whole game. I mean, 25 Bills. points in two minutes of regulation? Like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I enjoyed the rams Bucks game better, but I guess now that I think about it, the um, the Bills-Chiefs uh, game's better. But I enjoyed I mean, you had rams New Age Brady and Manning doing it out on a Sunday night. I mean, just – Given blow after blow, and you're still picking that other game. No, no, no. I I enjoyed Brady losing more than I yes. enjoyed that. That's the thing. All right, I, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, but anyway, okay. even though the Bills lost, when Tyreek Hill waved goodbye to the Bills on that touchdown, I said that's that. I was like, that's going to bite him in the ass. That is going to bite been him in Everybody was celebrating, and I was like, actually, that actually helps the Bills because Patrick Holmes is probably going to score anyway. So it gave the Bills time to score with three timeouts. And Gabriel Davis had a game. Josh Allen had a game. They scored 13 seconds left. I don't understand. 
why you don't squib kick, maybe burn at least four seconds off the clock. At oh, least. You can't – well, the defense can't let him go 50 yards downfield in two plays. Well, they shouldn't – on the second play, they shouldn't have been playing prevent. They needed 15 yards, 15, 20 yards for a field goal. You don't play prevent on when someone needs 15 yards. So I didn't understand that. I understood pretty bad the first play of the drive, but the second, absolutely not. Well, I don't understand it either way. They had three timeouts. I mean, what, what are they going to do? Well, you know what? They're going to they're gonna pass the ball. Yeah. So what's the point of blocking the sidelines and giving up the middle when they got three timeouts? I didn't understand all they had to, All they had to do was run up the – go run a seam, throw the ball, there's 25 yards, do that again, 25 yards, and – they got down the field in 10 seconds. Uh, I like to say uh, prevent defenses prevent you from winning defense. So pretty I, much was, I was so annoyed. The Rams were just playing awful defense because they were trying to run the clock and everything like that. And it never works when you play Tom Brady because he always makes those comebacks and everything like that. But all right, all right. I've, I've, I've never liked prevent defense. Neither have I. And the defense on the overtime drive, I get blitzing. I do. I get it. But they blitzed too many people um, because there was too many people trying to sack the quarterback and they would just dump off 15 yards. I mean, it was that simple. And the man covered the blitzing too many people. I didn't, I didn't understand personally. Uh, they should. They needed to capitalize a little bit earlier on the Tyron Math- Matthew um, injury, and they you didn't mean, really capitalize. Well, yep. And then as soon as they start throwing the ball down the field, what happens? It works. Josh Allen throws that bomb, and I mean, just effortless. Oh my god, that was on a rope. I mean, I Josh Allen's probably my favorite quarterback now. He was unbelievable. I I feel bad. Like, how can you not give him a chance in OT? This is the problem with the whole rule. It's like you leave the game. In a game like that, you leave it up to a coin toss. Like, whoever got the ball last was going to win. That was for sure going to happen. Whoever won that coin toss was probably going to win the game. And that's what pisses me off about the overtime rules. A coin toss, sitting in this basically decided that game when both offenses were on complete fire. Yep. That's and Josh did. Allen, man, I feel bad for him because big play after big play, the two-point, even the two-point conversion to Diggs, was that Diggs? Yeah, I think it was Diggs. I mean, he scrambles, uh, about to go out of bounds, I believe, and then he just throws that in the back of the end zone. He was, he was unbelievable. And, of course, Mahomes is Mahomes, so – I don't even know what to say, honestly. Just new Brady Manning rivalry, rivalry, I believe. I agree. I agree. We're gonna see this for years to come. And I, if you're gonna replace um, Manning Brady, and if you're gonna replace Brady and Rogers, this is the way to do it. I mean, Brady Rogers. (laughs) No, I just I don't. No, I just mean like them in general as as quarterbacks, like Ben. I was going to say, you, you should probably compare Josh Allen more to Big Ben. 
No, I but, you can't, I but you can't. I wasn't comparing them playing each other. I just meant in general. Like, if if Big Ben, if if Manning and Rodgers and Brady are all gonna leave, I'm happy that we have uh, uh, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Lamar. Like those are that's a Trevor good Lawrence team. is gonna be fantastic. Trevor Lawrence, yes, but I don't think he's in that category with those guys. I maybe, maybe even like a Davis Mills. Uh, Jesus. Okay, well, Deshaun Watson. I, uh, this is an actual yes, one. If he, he gets if his, back, if his troubles get get he could, be, he could be the most talented of all of them. Honestly, he could be. He could be. He's ridiculous. I mean, you add in him. Actually, I don't know because Josh Allen is just unbelievable. On well, talent yeah, wise, but. Deshaun Watson threw for 5,000 yards with nobody last year. Or, yeah, last year. Crazy, but in terms of arm talent, uh, I'll give it to Josh Allen. Yeah, I'll give it to Josh Allen. Make it big play after big play. It's literally everything you want in a playoff game, really. I mean, the game was decided by a coin toss. Basically, so that's really all I got to say about it is that that's just not fair. And people say, well, the defense should have stopped them. It's like, well, would the Chiefs defense have stopped the Bills offense? No. No? Okay. I mean, you get not, a 50-50 chance. I mean, you get a 50-50 chance to win the coin toss, though. Stupid. Yeah, and that's bullshit. We're leaving it up to chance. This is yeah, professional to a coin. sports. This is the best league in the world, and we're leaving it up to chance. And it's a chance to play for a game for the Super Bowl. This the was basically the Super Bowl. Let's be real here. These are the two best teams left. Yeah. I mean, anybody can win it because it's in the NFL, but, <clears throat> you know. So. Yeah, the more the more I wanted the Chiefs to win this game, but the more that I thought about it, it'd be it, I would I would have wanted because it I don't know just, I I thought Josh Allen played better than Mahomes this game, but it it wasn't by much. It was by a slim slim margin. Honestly, though, I I honestly thought the Bills were gonna win. I thought all the fans in Airhead were gonna be shocked and shook, but. I don't know. I just don't want to put up really with another. What are you saying? Oh, Nick cut out, I guess. Nick, All right. Um, well, I guess we'll wait to see what he was saying, but um, yeah, it really sucks because that was such a great game. I really thought the uh, Chiefs were going to be – Chiefs fans in the air were going to be shocked. I thought it was the Bills' year. The fans yep. are great, passionate, 30 years. The Chiefs have uh, been to two Super Bowls. I thought it was their time to get their revenge, especially with the Stephon Diggs watching them celebrate. Yeah, that, that brings up another point, though. If you're Stephon Diggs, you can't only have seven yards in this game. You got you got to get a little bit more production. I mean, Gabriel Davis kind of – but – only four catches for seven yards. 
Come on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, stuff and I don't know. How does Diggs not get open? How does Allen not throw to him more, too? I don't know, but it, it was a great game to watch. That's all that really it came down to in the end, really. For both the it was a great game to play probably between those two teams. They the only problem is the outcome for the Bills, I guess. Yeah. Man, it's just it really sucks because I, I really wanted the Bills to win. I get why you uh he didn't say it on, but he had a uh class uh stock thing in the uh State Farm Super Bowl that never happened, but which would have been sick, but the world will never know, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so I talked about easily I think the most depressing uh game, which was Bill's Chiefs, even as a Packers fan, I was really rooting for the Bills, really pulling for them, screaming, yelling. Um, but yeah, those are the divisional oh, games. We need we need to do our proposals for the overtime rules. Oh, right, I forgot. I, I don't. Okay. I don't have a proposal, Nick. I just say, or, I mean, what what like, you could do. I mean, I guess like like how you can make the rules better. Well, like first touchdown. Just get rid of that bullshit, and the rules are instantly better. <sighs> okay. Basically, I like yours. I like your proposal. A college-like rule, a sudden but in death. NFL style. Yes. Yeah, I like. I like. Okay. Here, here's here's my proposal. Uh, I guess coin toss decides who starts out first, but. You start out at the 50-yard line. The offense does in the defense. You start at the 50. You go down the field. If you score a touchdown, the other team gets a chance to go, score a touchdown. And it kind of repeats this process up to three turns each, I'm saying. Like, if the score is still tied and they match each other's scores by the end of those three at those three 50-yard drives, then you move the ball up to the 10-yard line and kind of do two-point style to make it a little bit more difficult. And it's just whoever, I guess, well, whoever scores and stops the other, kind of like the two-point style in college, except at the 10-yard line. Um, my proposal, which is similar, but um, I think it's still a good idea. Basically, you know, they score touchdown, whatever. Um, and the other team gets the ball back. They score, but they have to go for two. And if they um, go for two, I essentially, um, I guess they could win it. Um, or let's say they get. Well, the I don't. Point. I don't like that because then basically they're basically forced to go for two. They don't have a say in it. That's true. So I guess scratch that, but. Um, now that I think about it, the other team scores, then it's basically maybe I don't know. I feel like I like the old college rule better as far as um, you started out like what the tw- 25, 30 and I the think red zone and, the 30. and scored, yeah. 
Um, I like the two point stuff's cool, but I don't know. I feel like I like the starting out the twenty five or thirty or whatever it was. Well, um, here, here, here's my spin on that. it. Like, I don't mind that, but I'm saying like start them at the fifty and you get up to three chances with that kind of like yeah. if, the, if it's still tied, you go to two point conversions, but at the ten yard line basically, like one play. I like that too. Honestly, I don't really care what proposal they do as long as. It's changed, to be honest. That or, we could do, that or we could do what Pat McAfee says, and we could have 60-yard kickoffs, between 60-yard <laughs> um, field goals, whoever first kicker to make it and first one to miss wins. I, guess. I wouldn't first, mind first that. Oh, that's better than no. – <laughs> That would be super entertaining. But I feel like a lot of people oh, like, oh, well, my God. Oh, my God. The game's decided on kickers. Kickers shouldn't even be in the NFL or something. I think you start – if you do that, you got to start at the 30. Then you go to 35. Then you go to 40. Kind of like that style, you know? It's like, yeah. It, that's fine me, too. Well, here's my thing with, with what I'm doing. Like, you start at the 50. It makes it to where you can't just – an NFL kicker can kick the field goal. Like, I feel like if – the the NFL the kickers are just so much better than college kickers, so like you kind of have to start them a little bit farther back and make it a little bit longer of a kick because thirty three yeah. yards is their um, extra point, you know, and all their offense has to do is get That's five true. ten That's yards true. and they they're just kicking an extra point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like the kicking idea too. Um, because it makes kind of like a shootout, like hockey. Um, or that you could do it like too, where hockey does where they do an overtime period and then a shootout. You could do where you had you know your traditional overtime period for a quarter, where you did your scoring, get the ball back, blah blah, and then the two points or whatever. And if it's still tied after the end of the quarter or end of a certain time limit, you just have like a shootout where it's. Um, kind of like a kicking thing, or um, the first one to not score pretty much wins, or something, something like that. Uh, it's not fair at the same time because football is just different. A hockey has the best playoff overtime, where it's just like continuous OT till someone scores. So, yeah. yeah. But well, that, you can't do that. In I like to shoot out. Yeah, there, it's it's so much of a different game, and there's so it, there's way more injuries, I'd say, in the NFL. Like there's so much probable injury by doing that. Yeah. yeah. And also, so, hockey, both teams are on the uh, ice at the same time in football. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's different. Um. So let's. I think we kind of wrapped up the overtime thing. Um. Predictions for conference games. I don't care who goes for. I guess I'll go first. I'm gonna. I'll just. You want to just take them out both at the same time? I mean, I think. Yeah, that's fine. We're all consensus probably Chiefs here. I believe. Yeah, I'm. I'm I cheap. would not be surprised I, if the Bengals. I'm. I'm done counting out Joe Burrow. Like, if Joe Shiesty pulls this upset off. I may have to consider my my decision. And Herbert, and you Burrow. better already be considering them. But I'm gonna take the Chiefs 
and the 49ers rematch of Super Bowl 54. I hope it. I I I might not watch the Super Bowl when that happens. I don't want to see that happen at all. Oh, what? Please no. Oh, I don't want to see it happen, dude. Oh, as a Packers fan, I absolutely not. But that's just me. I mean, I I ugh, gross. I don't want to see the 49ers in it, basically. Um, I don't really want to see the Rams in it either. I hate both of them. Rematch. I'm going to go a different route, though. I'm going to go Bengals, Rams. Bengals are upsetting the Chiefs. I got a feeling. I was wrong about the Bills. I have a feeling. But they beat them in the regular season. Um, the Chiefs' defense isn't great. Uh, I mean, obviously, it was a shootout with the Bills. But I, I think it'll slow down a little bit, uh, the Chiefs' offense. I mean, it, it's still going to be great. I just don't think it's going to be as good as it was this week. Um, Joe Shiesty, baby. I'm all in. I'm all in. Four, wow, how many wins they have? Four wins last year. Um, Super like four, Bowl yeah. comeback player of the year after being hurt. Jamar Chase, like oh, Jesse Bates, a whole deal. Like, that is just amazing. I'm all in. I'm going Bengals, Rams, Super Bowl. Okay, I'm going Chiefs, Rams. I mean, I honestly, if the Chiefs lose, I'm gonna be rooting for the Chiefs, but. If the Chiefs lose and the Bengals go to the Super Bowl, I won't be upset because I love Joe Shiesty or Joe Burr. I, I can't do the cat purr or whatever the hell. No, guy, absolutely I not. I, you'll never hear me doing that ever. But, but yeah, if the Bengals win, I won't be too upset because they're – that'd just be amazing to see them go to the Super Bowl after 31 years of not winning a playoff game. But I'm going Chiefs-Rams. And also, I kind of want Matthew Stafford to make the Super Bowl. Just to kind of show Chris Ballard that he made the wrong decision. That's fair. I like I like Stafford. I don't like OBJ. Um, I pretty much like every every player on the Rams besides OBJ, to be honest. Um, but I'm also a St. Louis guy, and so I hate the Rams. So I honestly want them to do, just get stomped in the Super Bowl. I would love that if they lost by forty in the Super Bowl. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I'm just I'm content with any team to win the Super Bowl except for the Niners because I don't have to deal with Tom Brady this year. That's that's that's, that's true. a plus. That's true. A Tom Brady list playoffs is so much more fun and enjoyable. I agree. Um, he's strongly considering retirement. That's all I think about. Basically, his wife is. Wanting him to call quits because she doesn't like seeing him get hit around and wants them, her, uh, Tom Brady to be there and be a dad for his kids and stuff. So that very well could have been Tom Brady's last game. I'm honestly not, I'm kind of surprised he wouldn't want to have an official last dance where he's like, This is my last season officially because it, I don't think he'd do that. But nobody knew that it was his last game and only until it was already over that it could have been his last game. Like, he didn't have a formal send off, and I thought maybe he would try to his send off to be a Super Bowl win or something, you know, next year. No, I heard reports that if he won the Super Bowl, then he would have strongly considered coming back. But I don't know. I think I want it to be his last season because I just don't want to see him in the league anymore. I think it's a the next generation's time, you know, to kind of take over his role. But 
I don't know. I, I think he's going to come back for one more season. And I think if if he comes back, the next year will definitely be his last season. I don't think he's – I don't think he's got – I don't think he can put up with it too much more. I agree. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I really don't. Because you also risk coming back and – having a horrible season or not as good of a season as you did as far as MVP wise and stuff. So but we'll see. Uh, if he comes back, um obviously Chris Godwin's gonna stay. But if he, I, I'm hoping he doesn't go back because I really want to get Chris Godwin this year in, in free agency as a Colts fan. We need an, a number well actually Michael Pittman's kind of taking the role of the number one. We need a we need a, a duo. Yeah, I feel like Michael Pittman fits more of a role of a number two. Uh, he he's an he he can be both. That's true, but he, there was days where he was number one, but then there was also times where, um, you know, he he's a, looked, didn't have great games. He's a contested ball catcher. He that's his strong suit is going up and getting it and. Sometimes Carson Wentz just wouldn't look his way. That's maybe, true. maybe, maybe he was just pissed off that he wouldn't give him number eleven. <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. I mean, also it could have to do with the speed. Maybe he wasn't necessarily wide open or, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, we'll see. That'll probably save that for more off-season talk um, when we get closer to free agency after the Super Bowl and stuff. But. Next week, it'll be we recap the conference games. Um, it'll probably be a shorter episode. I mean, well, actually, it could probably be around the same because both the games could be crazy and long, and we could talk about each one for extra long. But, um, yeah, we'll recap the conference games, predict our Super Bowl, um, and then that'll be it. Um, I mean, and then we'll have one more episode for the Super Bowl recap, and we probably won't have an episode after the Super Bowl for, I would say, at least maybe a month unless something crazy happens, like Aaron Rodgers news or Brady retirement or whatever. Barring any breaking news, um, our next episode will probably be when the offseason starts and there's a bunch of signings. Um, and then we'll obviously have some episodes leading up to the draft and um, you know, like I said, breaking news or draft trades or, um, you know, mock drafts or stuff like that leading up to the NFL draft. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week.